Welcome to another episode of The Peak of Existence. I'm your host, Mandy Stepina, and as you know, on this podcast, we talk about invisible aspects of this school. But today, we're going to talk about someone who has been a light here. I've had the extreme pleasure of working with Mark Heiser for about eight years. I'm Tina Pyle, the registrar here at Loveland High. Mark's a truly remarkable person. He cares so deeply for everyone here at Loveland High, the students and the staff alike. I can't count the number of times that Mark's popped into my office just to see how I'm doing and to see if he can help. My favorite memory of Mark is actually my very first memory of him. When I started here at Loveland High, I had a couple of staff members that walked into my office and they said to me, oh, so you're the replacement registrar. Hope you know you have some pretty big shoes to fill. My predecessor had been in the job for a very long time and she was very well respected. But I have to tell you, that was pretty intimidating to have people tell me that I just had big shoes to fill. But Mark was different. He walked in, he introduced himself, He welcomed me to Loveland High, and he gave me his business card, and he told me that I could call him or text him or email him whenever I needed some help. And he's always been there when I needed assistance. And I still have that business card um, at the ready. Mark, here's wishing you lots of live musical adventures uh, up the road in the years ahead. We'll miss you. Mr. Heiser has decided to resign from his assistant principal job here at Loveland High. In this podcast, we'll get to hear from him and unveil some of the reasons that he's leaving. Without any further ado, let's get into the podcast. Okay. Hi, Mr. Heiser. Hi, Amin. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So, having this podcast is... A really exciting thing to do because you're definitely one of the favorite admin among a lot of the students here and when students hear that you're leaving it kind of is a little bit upsetting so I just wanted to kind of gauge where you were at with that why are you leaving in the middle of the school year because that's kind of weird yeah, absolutely yeah yeah the uh, the decision probably top seven hardest things I've, I've ever had to, to do or think about or ponder I wish that life isn't uh, life isn't quite broken down into nine-week segments and semesters and things. I wish that it had worked out where everything, um, the the decision and where my brain was and where my heart was, um, was cleaner and it maybe happened over the summer. My decision, um, but I've got to honor where where I'm at, um, making sure that. The people that are in charge of the school, teachers and administrators and staff, uh, are all committed and needed to make sure that my um, health, mental health, physical health, um, is in the best possible state. And it was something that, yeah, I couldn't wait till, till May. I think, uh, you know, as you talk about, like, you all deserve um, people that are all fired up and ready to do everything necessary to to have a great school year. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of those deals where I needed to to make a change for me and, and, and the school.
talking about mental health, which is something that you kind of talked about, which mm -hmm. is one of the reasons why you're leaving, yeah. it is a big thing. As a lot of people know, mental health is a huge challenge for a lot of people. And to see that you are going to step back because you need to take care of yourself is something that a lot of students would admire. Yeah, I, um, man, it was, it was, uh, it, it just, everything about it was hard. Um, and I think about my, my wife, um, she's a principal down, uh, down in St. Brain. So we, we come home to, uh, the same energy and the same experiences, which is amazing because we can support each other. Uh, and at the same time, we, it's tough to leave sometimes. So we'll have conversations that, are all about school, and then when, when's the downtime? Um, it, uh, I, I've, I've not been a person who, ha, uh, who has focused on, on me, focused on my mental health or physical health, and so it was not a comfortable situation. But what's interesting is it became so obvious inside my head that hey, it's, it's time, um, time to move on, Loveland High, amazing students, amazing staff, amazing administration. Um, hey, guess what? They'll be fine um, without you. Right? They'll, they'll, they will persevere. Um, what a strong community! And um, I need to think about me as well as, like I said, think of thinking about you all in that decision. So, what do you think is next for you in terms of? after you leave Loveland? Yeah, that's a uh, wonderful question. The biggest thing right now is for me to take a few a few breaths, um, rest, all the c different kinds of rest. Um, and I know that folks understand what I'm saying because everybody is, is in dire need of, of rest, um, physical and mental. But that'll be the first thing. Um, and really uh, honoring that and I think it's become clear that um, my core belief is around servant leadership. I serve others. And so where might that take me? I don't have any beliefs that there's another school district, there's another school that's better, that's happier. Public ed education is, is, uh, is really the people in it are struggling, students and staff. So uh, I might be looking for, for really anything that I can serve people support them in their in their lives and, and there's a myriad of ways ways to do that but that would be first thing said that I think about so now that we kind of talked about reasons why you're leaving talk about what brought you to Loveland in the first place yeah. and your educational journey and what did that look like yeah yeah so uh, math and English teacher in uh, Arizona. That's where I started. Uh, I was there for um, uh, just under under eight years. Uh, did some instructional coaching, uh, and then worked with uh, students. I was over in Greeley for a little bit. Worked with students, uh, first generation trying to get to college. So supported them um, in their journey and, and in their uh, challenges and everything that they uh, hope to aspire. And then uh, I was the dean of students over at, over at Heath Middle School, and then with that little bit of experience, I was uh, then hired as a, an assistant principal here back in 2011. So that's the that's the big stuff. 
as far as that journey goes. Worked at REI for a little while, taught people about hiking and shoes and what to wear and what not to wear. What is some of your favorite memories that you acquired from being here at Lockport? Uh, uh, and the amount of laughter. So, you know, not to sound cheesy, but I, I think about um, the, the amazing people that I've gotten to work with over, over the years. We, uh, I don't know how it came about, but we, we decided to have a bacon day where um, administrators just made, made bacon in the morning and and uh, filled up the whole school with the smell of bacon and just uh, staff came in and it was just a silly, uh, absurd thing. Um, I think about Lip Sync Day, I think about all the lip syncs that we've done, I think about the, the homecomings and uh, just the amazing things that I've seen here. Uh, the very first color dance ever happened, um, watching that, being a part of that, the silliness of it. Uh, I got to be at Bronco Stadium a couple times as we went to state and um, played football there, which never would have gotten to do. Um, but you know, when when I was thinking about this this question, it's again cheesy, but it's the constant. It's the conversations about kids. It's the constant. It's the con conversations about how to help staff. How to how to have staff take their ideas and, and turn, them, turn them into reality, one-on-one -on -one conversations to help help them. Um, and in those meaningful conversations where we talk about kids and we talk about, hey, this kid's struggling, or this kid, did you know what's going on? How can we help them? And, and the number of times that the teacher's like, yeah, no big deal. Yep, I can do this, I can do this, I can help in this way. Um, just that that constant support that teachers are always willing to um, offer offer our students. And that's just, just straight inspiring, just straight knowing that, uh, that the world's going to be okay, the teachers we have here at LHS. You sound very passionate about the teachers here and the community and the staff. Can you tell me about what the community is like here at Loveland? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the that's the word, right? Community, neighborhood, um, family, um, which just means that uh, you know we have each other's backs. It means that what are we doing for each other in a community to make sure that the other human beings that are in this community are are okay. And, and defining okay, there's, there's all kinds of ways that that happens. Of course we need them to learn, we need students to learn algebra and social studies and the cores and music and, and, and PE, but more importantly, right, it's, it's going to be when we come back to mental health, when we come back to caring about students more than we care about our content, those are the things that uh, I think separate right, our, our staff and we care about our kids. Yeah, of course we're going to teach some algebra, of course we're going to teach some things, but we, but we know that students aren't going to learn, can't learn, aren't available to learn when they're going through these things. And we've known that and it's become much more apparent the last uh, 
you know, 18 months with the pandemic and things that that our students and families have gone through, um, as well as what our staff has gone through, what our administration has gone through, what our district leadership has gone through, um, the families in uh, Loveland, the city of, and so it's it's hard to uh, keep remembering that because it's tiring, it's fatiguing, but we're still in the pandemic and we're still um, we still need to take care of one another. On a, on a constant daily, hourly, minutely basis. So with that being said, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind or what kind of legacy do you think you're leaving behind? Yeah, I think hope is the, hope is the key word. Um, I, I do hope that folks believe that uh, I am here, we are here to serve others. Um, I hope that the legacy is that how, how can we how can we continue to support teachers to best support their students and say yes and how can we how can we continue to transform education? to better serve both students and staff and our teachers. Um, we talk a lot about serving our, our students. We have to serve our teachers in order for them to, to best serve our, our, our students. Um, I hope that's the legacy. I hope, I hope the legacy is that we're always, always trying and how best can we, can we provide hope so that, so that our students believe yeah, I can, I can, I can do a little bit better. I can keep growing. Um, and there's at least one one person that believes in me on this, on this campus. Um, whether it's a peer leader, whether it's a another another student, whether it's a staff member, any staff member, um, we have a lot of smart, caring people on this campus. And, um, I just I, I hope that I've empowered and listened enough. That they that they know. Yeah, let's let's try it. Let's take care of kids um, in any way possible. I think one thing that I tried to do over the years is listen and listen to um, the students that came into my office for all the different reasons and staff that came into my office for all the different reasons and found a way to uh, support them, right? Say yes to things that they're thinking about or trying, or here's this idea, here's what I think would help me. And I don't, this isn't self-deprecating or any, anything minimizing, but those ideas, those things, those that, that advocating for self, um, it's not necessary for, for me to be here. Loveland High is bigger than me. Um, it's bigger than one person. It is that community support. And those good ideas uh, are still out there. Those good ideas, those, those risks that we want to take, um, those don't go away. It, the reason why Loveland High is amazing goes way, it goes way beyond, it goes way beyond me. So it would, it would be 
love them, continue to be you, continue to be your best, um, continue to try, and, and of all the things, what does it look like to support one another, to be kind to one another in, this, in, a, in a time when uh, it's harder than ever to take care of ourselves, and, and, which means it's harder than ever to look past our nose give some extra energy, share our hearts, share our kindness with, with uh, those around us. So I, it would, it would be something, continue to be loved, right? And continue to be, um, to be your best. It's, it's bigger, it's bigger than me, bigger than one person. That was Mr. Heiser. And as sad as I am to see him go, I am very excited to see what the future holds for him. Mental health is something that people need to take more seriously, and it is very inspiring to see someone in such high authority take a step down to make sure that he is okay. What is your favorite memory of Mr. Heiser? That one's really hard for me because I don't have just one memory that stands out above all the others. Um, There are just so many. But one thing I will carry with me and appreciate is his kindness and his concern for others. Over the past couple of years, I had a family member dealing with cancer, and the way that he supported me and cared about me during that time was just so impactful and so appreciated. Um, So I'll always think of him in that way. Um, But my favorite memories are probably all bundled together and revolve around times that we were all laughing together. And most of it was at his expense because if you know him, Mr. Heiser is a goofball. Just can't help himself. Um, So I can't think of one particular time, but I just know that he brings a smile to my face a lot of the time. I just want to say that uh, over his time here, he's really made a difference. He has done everything with the thought of how can this help students, how can this help staff, how can we all be better at what we do, and I am a better person because I have had the opportunity to work with him, and I just think that Loveland High School is suffering a huge loss as he walks out the door and he will be greatly, greatly missed. I had the amazing opportunity of getting to talk to Mark Schaefer, our superintendent, who then directed me to someone from Human Resources, who I got to talk to a little bit about what happens next. When I got to speak with him last, the job was not listed as an interim job. It was just listed as an assistant principal job, and it had not been filled. A few weeks ago, I got the opportunity to meet our new assistant principal, Ms. Norvell. Here are some things that she wanted to share. Hi, everyone. My name is Ashley Norvell. I am the new assistant principal at Loveland High School. I want to share a little bit about myself so that you all can get to know me. I am from southern New Mexico. I was born and raised in Las Cruces, New Mexico. I attended New Mexico State University for undergrad and then went on to Eastern New Mexico University for my master's program. My degrees are in special education with emphasis on 
bilingual education, and a minor in criminal justice. I have always loved working with kids, so naturally education was a career option for me. I married my husband, Taylor, in 2010. We have two kids, Ashton, who is 13, and Ava, who is 10. We have lived in New Mexico for most of our time that we've been married. However, we did spend four years in San Diego, California, while my husband was enlisted in the Marine Corps. Uh, We were stationed at Camp Pendleton. And then we have recently made the move to Colorado. We actually moved here um, in December of 2020. And so far, we are loving it. Uh, We have three dogs, Rocky, Rizzo, and Ty. Um, Some of my hobbies include doing anything that's outdoors. We really like spending time outside, whether it's fishing or hiking uh, or watching our kids play sports. My daughter plays soccer, softball, and basketball. My son plays baseball and basketball, so we are busy with that. We also really enjoy watching baseball, whether it's on TV or going to a Rockies game or watching our kids play softball and baseball. And I also really enjoy reading. Um, I started my career in education as a special education teacher in Hatch, New Mexico, which is a little farming town just a few miles north of Las Cruces. I spent four years there and then moved to my hometown school district in Las Cruces, where I then became the special education lead. And then I went on to complete my administration program in uh, 2020. I became an assistant principal because I love being a leader. I enjoy coaching and mentoring as well as building relationships with staff, students, and the community. I want to ensure that all students have an opportunity to be successful. I applied to Loveland High School because it was an opportunity for me to continue to do my work as a leader in education. When I did my research and read up on Loveland High School, I found out that it was a great school with many opportunities for students. I felt like it was something I wanted to be a part of. And I have to say, I'm so happy with my decision to join Loveland High School. It has been a great experience so far, and I feel very grateful to be here. And I look forward to the interactions that we get to have with students and just getting to know everyone. And so I'm so, so happy to be here. What do you, what's one word that you would use to describe Love and High School? I, I think I have to come back to c- community and, and all that it represents, right? It, it doesn't mean that everything is well-oiled and it's perfect and it's, uh, and it's formed. It, it, it means that there are people who spend a ton of time together um, communing, right? Community. And we have to, we're learning how to get along, we're learning how to grow, we're learning how to live, we're learning how to express ourselves, we're learning how to support one another, we're learning how to be kind. And, and that learning part, that means that we don't always succeed, right? So, so what happens when I'm not kind? What happens, how do we, how do we grow from that? How do we learn from it? And how do we take care of one another? when we're not always certain how to do that. So it's not perfect. It doesn't mean that it's harmony and it's just utopia, but it's a place where people grow, all of us as humans, as professionals, as young people. Yeah, in communities. Communities that work.